Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey, God bless the Lord's favor uh, grace and blessing be upon all of you uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to talk to you today about how to allow the Holy Spirit to help you become a sniper during deliverance or rather um, getting to the place of maturation during deliverance where you're no longer trusting in guessing, but you're actually getting inspiration and revelation to be able to conduct deliverance. The last couple of weeks, I would say the last month, the last three weeks, I've been on a campaign for deliverance. I've literally have been traveling the country, um, conducting deliverance, training in deliverance, uh, doing deliverance. And man, it's been absolutely phenomenal. Those of you that are following this ministry know that, especially on Facebook and Instagram, um, I've been sharing, we've been sharing a lot of the videos. We've been sharing a lot of the videos. And I tell you, man, God has given this ministry a unique platform for deliverance because I know that within the last two to three months, there have been key influential figures um, in Christianity or the kingdom that have been anti-deliverance videos. I've seen the Instagram videos concerning deliverance videos. I've seen all of that stuff. And though I respect them and though I have nothing negative to say, that is their personal view. I'm here to tell you that we will continue to share deliverance videos. I want to encourage you to share your deliverance videos. It's not what you share, it's how you share it. So as you know, we've been uh, we've been sharing deliverance videos, but we've been blurring out the faces. We've been doing them at a particular angle. Um, so that way the person's dignity and respect is absolutely kept confidential. And we've been sharing the videos with their permission. And these videos have gone viral. Um, at least the last couple of ones that I've been sharing all over the world with absolutely no backlash. Well, there's never been backlash on this end for deliverance because you know I'm about that life and you cannot criticize something that you're not doing. So that's one of the greatest benefits that I have of my deliverance videos uh, is, is that um, it cannot be rebuttaled. In order for someone to rebuttal the videos, they would have to actually be conducting deliverance because you can't go to war against another king unless you're actually doing the same things that that king is doing. That's Luke chapter 11. So amen, amen. 
So share my deliverance videos all over the world. Let's get the message out. All right. Now watch this. These particular last couple of deliverance uh, videos have been crazy. Some of the stuff that the Holy Spirit has been revealing during these sessions yesterday uh, in my church. And first and foremost, let me say this. I'm absolutely proud of all of our spiritual sons and daughters all over the world, or rather all over the country, excuse me, um, that I've been visiting their churches and I've been watching them do deliverance. They are, they are doing it exactly like their papa and they are getting better results than me. And I want to encourage you or encourage you all, go, 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 be better than me, go farther and further than me. Listen, man, if I cast out a thousand, my sons and daughters, those of you that are watching, I'm seeing what God is doing. If I cast out thousands, you're going to cast out tens of thousands. All right. No jealousy and no Jezebel on my end. I am absolutely ecstatic of what you guys are doing. My God. But Listen, on my end, the anointing for deliverance has become a sniper. Like literally, like I'm telling you, like pow, 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 pow. listen, we're getting deliverance done in like 20 minutes and less. And that's what I want to talk to you today about. I want to give you at least one thing. At least, well, there's a couple of things, but I want to actually encourage you in one thing of actually how to begin uh, to be able to be a sniper. If you want to be a sniper, if you want to be a sniper, which means you want to be able to, from far, just snipe, snipe the enemy um, with the least amount of backlash is this. Number one, number one, stay pure. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm not talking about purity. I'm talking about blessed are the pure of heart for they will see God. When you are pure, which means you're pure, not holiness pure, when your motives are pure, when your intentions are pure, when uh, your desires are pure, Jesus has promised that the pure, the pure will see God. And when you're able to see God, you're able to see clearly. You're going into a deliverance, not guessing. Uh, which is, what do I mean by that is this, how do you stay pure? Let me give you some examples. Stay away from clap back. Uh, stay away from, um, you know, taking shots at people. Stay away from competition. Stay away from all of that stuff. Stay away from having to defend yourself. Stay away from anything that will contaminate you. Stay away from anything that will contaminate your discernment level. Stay away from anything that will contaminate your reputation. Stay away from all of those things that are designed to get you in a place of contamination. And the more contaminated you become in your perception, you will go from clarity to blurriness. And instead of seeing people, you will see trees. Did you catch that? And it's going to require God to touch you a second time so that you can stop seeing men as trees and you begin to see them as people. Did you catch what I'm saying? So, st so stay pure. Keep yourself pure, which means when you know somebody's taking a shot at you. And let me tell you something. People take shot at me all the time. Many of their Facebook uh, posts, you know, uh, I could tell that they're trying to indirectly uh, take a shot at me for whatever reason, man. I, You know when people are taking shots at you. It's not the devil in your head. 
We know when people are taking shots. You could tell, you could feel it, you could sense it. It's not bitterness, it's not resentment. You know when a post or when a message or when a comment or when a teaching is indirectly directed at your person and all of that stuff is designed. Uh, well, one is an act of cowardice, but that's another, you know, that's another topic for another day. But nevertheless, it is also, uh, to produce, uh, with, with inside of you. Watch this. I'm going to just tell you what I'm going to tell you what exactly it does. Uh, rivers of living water are flowing inside of you. It's flowing inside of you. But on but on the bottom of the rivers of living water, there is still dirt there. Uh, Why every river has dirt. But when there is a churning and when there is a stirring, what happens? The sediment, the sediment that is uh, being held down by the river, the sediment begins to come up and then the waters become murky. Listen, and that's what uh, sometimes folk around you who don't understand, who probably have some sort of envy and jealousy, or they have a love-hate relationship with you, whatever the case may be, stay away from that stuff. Stay away. Listen, stay away. Ask the Holy Spirit to make you be tough in that, and don't say anything. Why? Because it will cause you to become murky. It will cause you to become distorted. It will rise at the sediment of unsurrendered areas in your life, and here you are conducting deliverance, and now you got to work a little bit harder to try to see things clearly. Well, did you catch it? So nevertheless, when you keep yourself pure, stay away from gossip, stay away from uh, dishonor, stay away from anything that could contaminate uh, your cup full of grace and your measure of anointing and importation. Stay away from that stuff because Jesus said, blessed are the pure of heart. Blessed are the pure of heart. So nevertheless, this purity level that I'm talking about is not holiness. It's purity of heart. Be pure in your heart. Be pure in your heart. And when you're able to do that and be that way, what happens? You're able to see God. Blessed are the pure in heart for they will See God. And once you're able to see God, you enter into a place of deliverance already seeing God. And watch this. And when you conduct deliverance, you're not doing it figuring things out. Actually, you're doing this. When you're able to see God, then you're entering into a John chapter 5 level. What does John chapter 5 mean? Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. I only say what I see my father say. As a matter of fact, everything that I do, I'm doing it because I see him. Because I see him. When I see him do it, I'm just replicating what I see. So the reason why uh, you're able to become very effective in deliverance is because you're not experimenting and kind of guessing your way through. You're pure in heart. You're able to see God. And then what you're doing is you're seeing Jesus cast the devil out. And then you're mimicking. You're actually mimicking or you're reenacting, better word, you're reenacting what you're already seeing. And then what happens? Deliverance becomes like this. I'm going to give you an example. Yesterday we were doing deliverance. Um, and uh, my spiritual sons were doing deliverance. Uh, and I, and as usual, I jumped in. And um, about maybe 15 minutes into the deliverance, I jump in as is my method. Uh, um, as I'm training uh, my my sons and daughters in deliverance, I don't just leave them out there. I kind of jump in there sometimes. But when I jumped in, you know, and we use a deliverance form, um, nothing wrong with a deliverance form. As a matter of fact, I actually believe in deliverance forms because you don't want to guess. You know, you want to work with the people and look for a pattern in what they write. All right. So um, when I jumped in, true story, I just walked in there. We were dealing with uh, someone who uh, who's literally just from hip hop culture, from the street. You know, all he knows is street life. As soon as I walked in in the deliverance, all I all I did was I just kind of uh, was encouraging him to kind of 
release the devil out of him and telling the demons to come out. And immediately, immediately I targeted the spirit of death, spirit of death. I literally just said spirit of death. And as soon as I said spirit of death, there was a reaction. There was a reaction. Now, what do I mean by that spirit of death? What I saw in the deliverance was that the devil has been trying to kill this person for a long time. Now, what's crazy is as soon as I said that, there was reaction. Now, what do I mean by this? On the deliverance form, the first person he had on the list that he needed to forgive was someone that stabbed him. Now, he had the person's name, but in parentheses wrote, stabbed me, stabbed me. And immediately I knew I was flowing in the Holy Spirit. Why? The spirit of death was trying to kill him by the person that tried to stab him. And he was harboring unforgiveness there. But nevertheless, the spirit of death had been trying to take him out all throughout life. And I began to target. I went down that rabbit trail. I went, I was Alice. I went down the wonderland and I, I went every angle of death, death in parties, death when you, death when you was getting high, death when people trying to scheme in the street and trying to take them out. I went to every angle. He, this person started, listen, seeing someone from the street, just completely getting to that place of, Pure deliverance, uh, and my sons and daughters, uh, actually my sons that were there doing deliverance, they just looked at me and was like, wow, pops, like, whoa, look, you didn't even know that he, that he wrote that on the, on the deliverance form. You know what I'm saying? And I just kind of, why? Why? Very simple. Because when I went in there doing the deliverance, my heart was pure. My heart was pure. I have, I have no other motive other than to help someone get set free. And I just, so what I did was, I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. I took the form, the deliverance form. I use a deliverance form. They fill it out and it has various things on the form and we help them target those things and we help them renounce and they get delivered. So what happened was this. When I targeted the spirit of death and I went after the generational curse of death, I looked at my sons and I said, get rid of the form. No need for the form right now. We're going to target this one thing and we're going to drive this Canaanite out of this land of milk and honey right here. And there was no need for the form anymore. We targeted and then from there, the Holy Spirit started moving. All right. I stepped back and then I let my intercessor jump in and I said, give him what the word of the Lord is. And he started releasing the word of the Lord over him. And it was exactly, it was exactly by that point, by that time, I walked away to go to the other deliverance that we were having that my spiritual daughters were doing. Um, and I went over there and when I came back, I said, I said from across the room, I said to my son, I said, no need to rebuke the devil anymore. The devil is gone. Abandonment is gone. He was just dealing with abandonment. Uh, and I said, now impart the Holy Spirit on him, impart the spirit of God on his life, you know, and that is the direct result of being pure of heart. Now, this will lead to the second thing. And here is where you have to be. You literally have to be kingdom uh, to understand uh, what I'm saying is this. Now, uh, this is what I'm about to say is not for your average modern evangelical. If you're a modern average evangelical uh, you're just gonna, you're just gonna go down there like, man, they really, they really extreme in that church, you know. But if you kingdom, you're gonna know exactly what I'm saying. If you function in miracle signs and wonders, you're gonna know exactly what I'm saying. The second way to become an absolute sniper in deliverance is this. When the person, listen to me, 
when the person has already uh, come to the deliverance session and they are opening themselves up um, and renouncing and following the protocol, at least what we do in my house during deliverance, when they have opened themselves up, um, to you in the realm of you're the deliverance worker, helping them get set free. Now catch what I'm about to say. You're going to, it's going to rub you the wrong way if you're religious. But if you're kingdom, you're going to understand. John chapter 19, after Jesus breathed on them, when he breathed on them, the next verse, Jesus looked at them and said, whoever sins you remit, they are remitting. And whoever sins you don't remit, they are not remitting. And then he, we jump right into verse one of the next chapter. Now, what's this? Now, you don't forgive sin. You don't forgive sin. Jesus was not saying you have the power to forgive sin. I'm going to explore that one day, but it's not forgiving. It's not forgiving sin. But what it means is this is you are God's judge. You are God's judge on the earth. You are now executing judgment on the behalf of the courtroom of heaven. Listen to what I'm saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Process what I'm about to say. You are God's judge on the earth and you are an ambassador of the courtroom of heaven with all of the, well, not all of the rights, but with a large percentage of the rights, which means God is entrusting you, listen to what I'm about to say, to carry out the edicts already written out, listen to me, on this person's life and God, listen to what I'm saying, and God gives or allows you access to their case in heaven. Listen, you ain't, listen. Job experienced that level at the end of the book of Job, where God told Job's friends, bring Job a sacrifice and Job will forgive you of your sin. And then I'll forgive you. Read the book of Job. The end of the verse, God said to the three men, because you talk so foolish, you are to bring Job a sacrifice and my servant Job will plead on your behalf and I'll forgive you because he will plead on your behalf for me to forgive you and I'll forgive you. Which means in this instance, you asking me to forgive you of your sin for talking foolish against me. Do you see what I'm saying? Against me, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to listen to Job. Now watch this. When you are conducting deliverance at this level, God gives you, and watch this, it requires honor. It requires the highest level of honor. Listen to what I'm saying. It requires the highest level of honor. The person has to see you in that light. Watch this. God will make you privy, grant you access as his, uh, uh, his judge on the earth. He will give you access to this person's case. And watch this. And God will allow you to work with him, give you uh, insight into what's really going on here. And now you're not doing deliverance from a place of just faith. You're doing a deliverance from a place of having the keys to the kingdom. And now you're executing edicts. 
So now when you're doing is when you're looking at someone, God is showing you what's really in their life and not just by a word of knowledge. That's baby level stuff, man. Word of knowledge, a gift of prophecy. That's level one. I'm just telling you that's level one. That's level one. That's that's just God making you feel important to that. He could use you. But when you start functioning as a judge on the earth, that's when you're able to even decree judgment. When Paul looked at uh, uh, the sorcerer, he said, you will be blinded for a season. And God blinded that sorcerer for a season. That's next level stuff. When I do deliverance, that's what I'm doing. I'm not doing deliverance from a place of the gifts of the spirit and, you know, word and knowledge. And I'm not trying. That stuff, I already did that stuff. That's baby stuff. That's, that's level one stuff. When I'm doing deliverance, I'm, I'm, I'm a judge, which means, baby, you better treat me right, man. You better treat me right. Because I could decree a thing and God will do it. I could take a handkerchief. I'll say, God, anoint this handkerchief. And for the next six days, you're going to take this handkerchief. You're going to, you're going to, and I'll give you instructions. And when you follow my instructions, God will back me up. See, if you modern evangelical, you know, secret sensitive, you know, that Chuck E. Cheese stuff, you know, this real cool, you know, just trying to be with your little cool little glasses and your little ripped jeans and all. All right, I get it. That's evangelistic anointing. But when it comes to doing deliverance from a place of authority, not executing authority, I am the authority in Christ. I am the authority in him. That means I don't have to say in the name of Jesus 50 times. I could say it once or twice. I come in the name of Jesus and everything I say in this deliverance session will be said in the name of Jesus. And now I can make edicts. Now I can make edicts on his behalf. Catch what I'm saying. And God will make me, God will make you privy to this person's case. And God will show you what demon and what legality and what's, what's holding this person back. And what you're doing is you seeing the judge in the heavens executing. And all you're doing is reenacting. You're reenacting what you're seeing in the heavens. And what happens is, Demons run for their life. When you show up, when you know him and your heart is pure, knowing you will never take his glory. When you show up, the demons start saying, have you come to torment us before the time? I adjure you, please don't send us away. Did you catch what I'm saying? Now watch this. God starts showing you the, the case in this person's life. And all you're doing is seeing up to what level your jurisdiction can go, up to what legalities uh, they have opened the door to the devil, and God will begin to show you the future of this person and how far their deliverance can go. Because God might be allowing a thorn in the flesh, and you, but you would have to see that in the courtroom. And God shows you in this instant, this is a thorn in the flesh. There will be no deliverance in this, but you could address this. You could address X, Y, and Z. But this last thing here, God says he's going to leave this one because this is what makes them humble. Did you catch it? So now watch this. You're not going in calling out every demon. 
You're not going in calling out every spirit. Talking about, I come against the spirit of, of fornication, spirit of lust, spirit of sexual perversion. And then you'll be there for like two hours calling out every demon. No, no. This is not even calling out the strong man. No, this is regulating laws. This is regulating. This is legislation from the courtroom of heaven where God grants you authority to be able to function. And, 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 and you come in and you regulate. You regulate. You come in, listen, with, with warrants. You come in with warrants saying, okay, devil, I ain't got no time to deal with you. Uh, but the, uh, the edict of the courtroom of heaven says you must go and take every principality and power under your authority. You got to go. You got to go. And let me tell you something. When U.S. Marshals evict somebody, they're not there five hours. They are there the most 20 minutes. They bang the door down. They forcibly remove a person. They extract them out. They lock the door. They put a paper on the door and said, this house has been seized by the U.S. Marshal. It's the same thing with deliverance. It's the same thing with deliverance. Did you catch what I just said? But if you're still having a hard time wrestling with scripture and you're like, oh, I've never seen that. Uh, that's that's. That's unexegetical. Uh, you know what I'm saying is right. You know what I'm saying is absolutely biblical. Bible verses and all. I have a bunch of them. I could go there. Did you catch it? Paul knew this. Peter knew this level. John knew this level. Barnabas knew. Th- they knew this level of executing judgment on the earth in his behalf. Behold, I said, you are gods. John chapter 10, Psalm 89. Moses, you will be like God to the people and Aaron will be your prophet. Exodus 34. Would you like me to go there with you? Would you like me to go there with you? I could go there with you. I really can. Zechariah chapter 3, where Zechariah looked at the angel changing the clothes of Joshua, the high priest. And, and when the angels and angel of the Lord had already finished, Josh, uh, Zechariah said, hold on, put a turban on his head. And the angel looked at him and said, now you are understanding, regulating on the earth. I will put a turban on his head, even though I was finished, because you said so, Zechariah, we're going to put a turban on his head. So Zechariah was functioning as a judge, and God was regulating with Zechariah. Hello, my Zacharias. Hello, my Moseses. Hello, my Enochs. Hello, Paul. Hello, Saul. I am talking, I'm talking to you. And when you begin to function from a place of God giving you access to their case in the heaven, you'll be able to regulate in deliverance on the earth like a sniper. You come in and say, Demon of so-and-so, demon of so-and-so. I don't know about all these other spirits. I'm not here for you. But for you, I'm here for you. 
Did you catch it? What is your name? My name is Legion. Did you catch it? Well, I'm not here for the whole, I'm not here for everyone. I'm here for you. Did you catch what I just said? And when you walk in a deliverance, you're able to see a room full of demons and only call out like two and say, uh, 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 curse of witchcraft. I'm here for you. Come out and curse of rage. I'm here for you. The rest of you, you could stay, but I'm here for you too. Out now in Jesus name. And they leave. Did you catch it? Hey, hey, I'm talking good. That's how you become a sniper in deliverance. You regulate legislation and God grants you access to seeing their case through, through downloads. Did you catch it? And God starts working on them. Someone is asking what happened to the rest. The rest stay. Let me share a secret with you guys. When I do your deliverance, you're not getting completely free, but you're getting free from something. I'm not one of those that I say, I'm going after every demon. That's not real deliverance. That's zeal. That's zeal. That's zeal. God sent me here to cast all of you out. No, that's not Bible. That's not Bible. That's that spooky Pentecostal storefront, weird, overzealous, orphan spirit deliverance minister. No, no, that's not how this works. God will send you to cast out what needs to get cast out and it will not be every demon in there. But what about the rest of the spirits? They can stay. They can stay. But in this area, they will be free. And in that area, they will be free. The rest, I don't know. I haven't been sent here to the rest of you. I've been sent here to one or two of you. All right. Catch this. That's how you become a church sniper. That's how you become a deliverance sniper. Is what? Stay pure. Second. Allow God to show you their case. God starts showing you and revealing things to you. And you start functioning. You start functioning from a place of authority rather from a place of enforcing. Receive this as a word of the Lord. Receive this as a word of the Lord and a word of encouragement for those of you that are... Genuinely called to the ministry of deliverance. Hey, listen, you don't have time to be there two hours dealing with a hundred spirits. How about 20 minutes with a warrant and tackle one or two? Amen. And God will allow you to see. Oh, and another thing, the only way God will allow you to see their case is the person, the person, the person has to walk in honor towards you and they have to open their heart. And that's another topic for another day. God bless you. My name is Alexander Pagani. I'm the lead pastor of He Is Risen Tabernacle, a.k.a. Amazing Church, located here in the Bronx, New York City. I'm an apostle to the revelation of deliverance. And guess what? So are many of you. I'm a sent one. I'm not the end all be all, so don't break out in a rash, but I know I'm sent to help people get set free. And so are you. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. 
We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.